Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg. And I think we are recording, and I am Lee. With me is Todd, hard-hitting news. Your thoughts on the Kazakhstan situation? I'm very excited. Oh, goodness. That was yeah. really super loud. I leaned into it in every way. Uh, you know, my significant you know? other has not watched Borat. I find that to be a moral failing. Of Which her. Borat? Everybody's seen the first one. So she, no, she's they not just seen haven't the, seen the second one. She has not seen the first Borat. And that's, not, that's a lie. I kind of think it is. I think she was too excited to admit it. I don't know. Makes no sense because she has seen uh, um, Richards the musical with me, and you know, you can say Dick's the musical. I mean, that's the name of the musical. Ow, ow, oh yeah, that's the one about Nixon. <laughs> I mean, it's called Dick's the musical. It right? is called Dick's the musical, and it is available in streaming now. Thanks for listening. Is Go it watch really? the movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not streaming stream. You have to buy it or whatever, but I mean, still. Like on Amazon. Uh, yeah. Amazon Voodoo, Apple TV, whatever. Voodoo. Voodoo. That's you do. Is so, that you can only get that in like the very far south? Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. In some Creole areas? Is... No, uh, Tierra del Fuego. That's the only place it's, it's available. <laughs> the only place, the very. No, actually, it would be more, more like a Munson. Anyway. Um, Seahawks. Eddie Munson? We should, <laughs> we should probably talk about the Seahawks. <laughs> um that musical is so funny anyway yeah so um yeah anyway so yeah oh, we yeah, apologize smith, for the musical geno smith musical um well the drew, drew lock musical would obviously be smarter i guess as with someone on facebook on 12th and rising facebook said and you know why you know why we know that eyesight and brains yeah eyesight and that's that's what uh go ahead and tell the audience what we're talking about so we they don't think we are saying There's, okay so so a week ago i guess at this point wrote an article saying geno smith this was again before the commander's game that geno smith is in obviously in decline but is drew lock the answer at that point geno smith obviously was in decline from the first 12 games of 2022 which made him the comeback player of the year since then he's played like he's played we all know how he's played right is his passer rating is about 84, 85 uh, since week 13. I mean, it's not like, oh, he's worse this year. And we've talked about it several times. Everybody knows he just like dropped off a very short cliff. It's not like he turned into a bad quarterback. He just turned into. He's the worst quarterback ever. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows that. A mediocre, an average quarterback at times worse than average with with bright spots. Right. That's what he became after those first 12 games. A lot of people seem to think, oh, no, Drew Locke is the answer. So I detailed why Drew Locke. Yeah, he could be. But there's no reason, no reason whatsoever that you can look at anything he's ever done and say, yep, he's the answer. A few people would bring up actual facts like, well, he played really well in preseason. That's true. They omit the fact that he basically was playing against vanilla defenses with against second string teams. That kind of matter. See, I disagree. If Trayvon Boykin had had a chance to start <laughs> as quarterback instead of Russell Wilson, yeah, preseason and, and it's is just, crap. 
And it's just so it's so irritating. You know, if someone comes up with valid points, you and I both said this several times is like and a lot of times people do. And they say, oh, you didn't think about this. And I go, yeah, no kidding. Thanks a lot. That's awesome. You're right. But when when one particular intelligent person, when I asked him, what's your evidence that, oh, I just know. Well, he's the one specifically before you had a response. He also said that he's the same guy, right? That said, yeah. uh, Drew Locke was smarter, which yep. there's no basis for that whatsoever, other than the inherent. Well, he has, he has access to the Wonderlic involved. He has, he has access to the Wonderlic test. Not that that actually proves anything either, but you know, he didn't base it on anything other than just the comment he's smarter. And then, okay, what's your evidence that Drew Locke would be better? And he said eyesight and brains. I was like, do you mean Drew Locke's eyesight and brains? Do you have access to those testing? Returns uh, or are you, do you mean yourself? Because if that's the case, I think we're done here. Because clearly lacking in vision and clearly incapable of any kind of critical thought. Thanks for playing. Basically, is how I wrap that up. You know, it's one thing to say, "Oh, we should give Julak a chance." It's like, tell me why. That's right. all. That's all we're saying. Why should you give Julak? What makes you think? Oh, it was like you had that big pass to Drew Fant. What? What was that? A three or four year four yard out that drew that drew Fant that Noah Fant turned into a fifty one yard play. Yeah, it now, was it was like the Ken, was, Kenneth Walker play on on yeah. Sunday. He, he was two for six. <laughs> that was and he two rolled for out. six. He, he rolled and, out on every. As you wrote, right? Exactly, because apparently they don't really trust him to be able to read from what's going on from Go inside the pocket. Right. So, and he. Again, not knocking Drew Locke. I'm very happy he's the backup quarterback in Seattle. One person said is like, well, Gino himself said he's a starter in the NFL. Gino's right. He should be a starter in the NFL. Not on the Seahawks because the Seahawks have a quarterback who's shown to be better. Right. And again, not the best quarterback in the league. We're not saying no. Gino Smith is, but but he's. You know, I, I again, I mean, it goes back to the Washington game. The last two second half, he was well, right. I, I wrote I wrote a, an article about Geno Smith's performance in week 10. And one of the responses and I think generally speaking, people who understand football probably saw Geno Smith's performance against the commanders. He was not perfect, but no. overall he was pretty good. Right. Three hundred sixty nine. Yards, no turnovers, two touchdowns, nine of ten on the final two drives. And when they had to score, score a touchdown and then a field goal, maybe they would have scored a touchdown if they'd had enough time on that final drive. He was accurate, didn't put the ball in harm's way. There was no, except for that one that got, the one pass that got batted down at the line of scrimmage, that was almost an interception. There was, he didn't really put the ball in harm's way. But but still, there's so many 12s, and they even talked about this on Seattle Sports, just like so many 12s are like, they just whatever he can't do anything right. Period. And one of the responses that that I wrote um, ab- about that article when posted on Twelfth Man Rising Facebook said you they they were saying this to me. Um, you obviously didn't watch the game. Gino couldn't hit the receivers in stride. Almost every catch was contested, and luckily we have fantastic <laughs> receivers. What? Gino. Yeah, Gino didn't throw an interception, which is the only positive thing I can say. And it's before I stopped reading at that point. I was like, did you not see, uh, I don't know, the the one pass to to Tyler Lockett when yeah. 
uh, what Gino threw it 20 yards downfield, had to throw it over the outstretched arm of a linebacker yeah. right into that pocket. That that's go out and try to do that in right. on the street. That is a lot of uh, other you know, quarterbacks on other teams can't make that can't throw. Can't make that throw. Yeah, exactly. And and did he throw passes to contested receivers? Yeah. Every quarterback does that every game. You better but be able to do that. Is the fact that they're contested an issue for the quarterback, or is that just the receiver not getting open? You know, if I mean, you can't throw a pass to a contested receiver and complete it, you're not an NFL quarterback. No. You're always going to have. You're in the freaking NFL. Every <laughs> every pass should be contested, theoretically. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you've got professionals on both sides of the ball, but he still went 31 of 47 for 369 yards and the passes to to Metcalf on the last two on that last drive yeah. when Metcalf picked up what 45 yards I think 50 yards or whatever it was on mm-hmm. those were contested passes but he threw it exactly where the ball had to be so that Metcalf could pick up even more yards just by kind of carrying people I mean who cares if they're contested throws that's not on the quarterback that's his that- job to complete contested passes yeah, but they're contested because the receiver's covered. I mean, the quarter, it's not right, anything. Exactly. The, it's not, it's the opposite of throwing the receiver open. I guess Geno Smith's throwing the receiver covered. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Golly, give the guy yeah. a break. It, we're not I, saying he's perfect. He's certainly better than Drew Locke because he just knows he's got the experience. I mean, going back to the Broncos days, again, nothing against Drew Locke. If he has to come in, we hope he's perfect, right? We don't dislike the guy, but going back to the Broncos days, he showed then he, he wasn't capable of sustaining being QB1. And and I don't know what people are saying. You can't base anything on preseason. And you have to trust the coaching staff, who's been pretty damn successful since 2010, that Juno Smith is the quarterback for a reason. He gives the team a better chance to win. What? And they what? do win. They're sixteen fucking three. I know. That's the thing that bother, bothers me the most is like we're not talking about a three and six team. Jeez. Yep. One thing that cracks me out and I had forgotten about until just now is like the same person who mentioned in the comments is like, oh, even Gino says that Drew Locke is a starter. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't think Gino Smith is a credible NFL quarterback, but you respect his opinion of what a quarterback looks like. <laughs> That's it's a like good point. make your you know. You don't even have a freaking brain. What are you, a freaking jellyfish? I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. Think about that. Yeah. This guy's not a quarterback, but he sure as hell knows what one looks like. It was like, okay, we're not talking about a coach. We're talking about an active player who, whether you like him or not, you know, this season, no, he's not been a good quarterback. But again, do you think the Browns want him? you think the Jets would take him? The Browns or the Jets, hell, they'd take Drew Locke, though. So, you know, this some of it, okay, some of it I'm sure is is because he's black. I mean, okay, that's all there is to it. I think most of it though is because people they seal they still see him as, oh, he failed with the Jets. And I know there's a parallel as like, oh, well, Drew Lock failed with the Broncos. I get that. All right, I get that. However, Drew Lock has not turned around and proved that he can play because he's is not he doesn't have a comeback player of the year award under his belt does he it's like we'll give him the chance to why yeah, right you know is it, okay if Gino like had patrick thrown, Mahomes is backup just give him a chance you know <laughs> you know if if gino had thrown five touchdowns and 18 interceptions 
and six fumbles, taking 45 sacks. Yep. Well, let's take a look and see what Drew Locke can do. But he's not. You know, this team has a lot of issues. Gino at times has played poorly. We get that. But also, he has his terrific moments. We'll see if he can sustain what he did against the commanders. But this whole mindless put in Drew Locke is like, really? I guarantee you every one of those people were going is like, why the hell did we sign Drew Locke? We know a lot of 12 said that. Mm-hmm. A lot of 12s is why did they take Drew Locke in that deal? They could have got something better. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. Whatever. Yep. You know, yeah, just, just, they just want something to bitch about. Yeah. A couple other responses on this post of, I haven't even really looked at it because we never really look at the comments unless they pop up on my phone and then I'm, I tell you about it. And it's just like, sometimes we got one that was great yesterday, right? Because yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't because they were agreeing with us. It was because no. they had good points on why they, they agreed. They could and have his best disagreed. point was like, read the article. <laughs> like, yeah, he read the article. Exactly. And that's basically what he was saying is like, right. uh, read the article because I think people were taking what you wrote last week and saying, and thinking you were saying Drew Locke should be QB one. It's like, what, what are you, where is that even coming from? The headline doesn't even say that. No, I just, I don't know. But yeah, I do appreciate when people read the article. And again, if you have a disagreement and you have a reason for it, other than eyesight and brains, <laughs> idiot. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, that's good because we're fans. We're not experts. The ex- hell, the experts are wrong plenty of times, as we know, right? So it's not like, oh, we know more than you, but we know more than just to say is like, well, because I said so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the experts are not. I mean, nobody knows. Well, I'm not going to even go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the other uh, commenters, there's one that just responded by saying, "Time to turn the keys over to Drew." And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> What are you, what okay. are you seeing? Okay, I, I sure. Um, yeah, I, and maybe because, because Gino was so horrible in the second half. The entire second half, he was god awful. You know, let's let's ignore well, a lot, it. A lot like, of these comments are saying it's because the commanders were so bad, which they they weren't. Um, I mean, they're not great either, but they're they're not the worst team in the league by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and one comment says, let's not forget Gino's dumb play at the end of the half that could have cost us the game. Like, what? At, at the at end the of the, the half? half? At the end I'll of the say, half, it's going to cost I you. I assume they mean first half. I'm yeah. assuming. Okay, so how does a play at the end of the first half cost a game? Oh, the play that uh, Pete Carroll took the blame for, that play? Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Got it was... I, again, it was frustrating uh, during yeah. the game because they were having the same issue that they've had for lots of several weeks lately, which is they're not scoring touchdowns or getting field goals. Thank, thank right. goodness for Jason Myers. Remember yeah. when everybody was saying, oh, we should get rid of Jason Myers. Well, he's freaking saving the season at the, uh, to a large degree, too. Yep. I mean, he's making field goals like he was most yeah. of his career, which is there is no doubt they're they're right down the middle. Like there, that yeah. one. And I love how Jason Myers says. Instead of like, yeah, yeah, I won the game. He's how many times has he said so far this year? Yep, Crystal, Crystal, Crystal. Yep, exactly. But that's, yeah, that's just, a team player, and that's one thing. That's one of the reasons I like Gino. That's one reason if, he's a, cap, a captain, even though he's yeah. a kicker. I mean, there's, you know, that's one of Gino's best qualities. 
And that's what people seem to forget, too. They seem to lose sight. There's more to football than what happens on the field in that play. And you can overemphasize those other aspects. But the fact that when he when the team uh, performs poorly, Gino takes that on when they perform well, he gives credit to other players. Mm-hmm. That team. Uh, what did Jamal Adams say? You know, it's just <laughs> guy playing on the other side of the ball is like is like Gino's our quarterback. And like yeah. I, I, I believe in Gino. Like, right. OK. Like so who should. And not that an opinion doesn't matter. Everyone's opinion matters. But if you're going to talk about, well, they need this player, it should be more than just time to turn the keys over. It's like, why? Yeah. Why? Because he's just better. What evidence? He's just better, Todd. You don't get it. Drew Locke is better. He's just a better quarterback. He's proven that in preseasons everywhere. So so frustrating. And And what frustrates me so much is because this is how people think in real life too yeah exactly not just about stuff about oh who should be starting for them like really who really cares it's a it's a sport the seahawks should care because it's a business i get that right but as fans yeah we care but it's like does it really affect our lives no but actual decisions that actually matter people are making the same choices based on well eyesight and brains or because it's time to do it it was like try to apply a little bit of critical thinking to everything you do right that's what's frustrating. It's yeah, like it's, you're so passionate about this, but you don't bother to think about it. For God's sakes, what are you doing in your real life when you're just running on autopilot all the time? <laughs> think about well, it. Uh, how, we get so much of our information off social media and just bits of <laughs> bits of fact of news nowadays. You know, it's and again, I'm not. Oh, I'm an old man and blah. It's but. It does hurt when you don't when when you're constantly getting short bits of information, a lot of it misinformation. Yeah. And and that's how you because you don't who has time to read everything nowadays, right? Who sits down and re- you should. I'm not saying you, you don't, but uh, people don't. They just like oh I saw that a bit and and I'm gonna spit yeah. it out to someone else as fact. And, and, and like, that's the problem. They are, they're desperate to go ahead and put it out there. I mean we both write. Yeah. You know we want to put our our stuff out there, but you know. It's it's a side job for me and it's your job. Right. But uh, there's a reason we do it. Uh, you know, and the whole thing about people don't have time because they don't take the time. How many newspapers did John F. Kennedy read every day? He's the right. frickin president of the United States. If anyone doesn't have time to do something, it's that guy. And he yeah. read, what, seven papers every damn day yep. because, because he wanted information to make informed choices. Now, what is a newspaper? Exactly. <laughs> I believe it's a clay tablet. <laughs> you know, is that just, what I use to start the fire uh, yeah, in the fireplace? A, yes, they're kindling. It's no, not Kindles. Sorry, those are really Kindles. bad to start fires. Well, if you overcharge them, maybe. But I've never heard that that was an issue. Fire starter. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's again nothing against Drew Lock. We hope he's fantastic no. if he has to come in the game. And, and you know, if if you you risk losing the locker room, obviously, if you make quarterback change, unless your quarterback's just being atrocious. Now, if, exactly. if, if we go out, we being the fans watching the game, if we go out and watch the game, and while we're watching the game, Geno Smith starts the first half. Yeah, it was horrible, wasn't it? And Geno Smith starts the first half by throwing like four interceptions in his first five passes, then eh, maybe you got to sit him out for a bit. But yeah. you would do that if it's Patrick Mahomes. 
I mean, and just, you know, I don't care who it is. So, anyway. I know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like if you're going to make a statement, back it up with something other than, well, because I said so. Right. So one thing I do think the offense needs to do is just I mean, they they did this against Washington, but they need to just stick with the run a little bit more because it, <laughs> you know, it was, you know, they give up on it so much. Lee, and, this is an entirely new concept to me. I have never heard this. <laughs> I know it's it's uh, because some teams don't run the ball. Running the ball is there's usually a guy behind the quarterback besides the referee and you, the quarterback turns and hands him the ball, like just kind of as a gift. No and then that guy has to take that gift and try to run to the closest Christmas tree and then kneel down at the, under the Christmas tree. That's, no I think way. that's how it works. It's a I, new concept. I think it's a new concept for the Seahawks. That's what's, that's what's hilarious about it is there's critics of Pete saying it's like, Oh, he's old school. He runs the ball too much. Uh, okay, there's like I think 26 other teams that run the ball more than the Seahawks. Explain to me how Pete is old school and runs the ball too much. He doesn't run the ball nearly enough. How many teams in the I'll, I'll, I got to interrupt you for a second. You're wrong. See, they throw the ball like they're running it. See, that's the problem. That's old school football. <laughs> how many teams in the NFL have two running backs like the Seahawks have? I'm not, I'm not saying that 13. I okay. Just, I just made that number. Up. Okay. And even if it were 13, then we should be running the ball the 14th most in the league. And we're not close to that. And I know, but you know, this like, there might be better running backs than Kenneth Walker. Maybe I'm not sold on that, but okay. Maybe there's a few, right. And there's better running backs than Charbonnet, right? It's like, how many teams have a better one, two punch than the Seahawks? Like, what are there? Maybe two or three, maybe. And, and just to jump piggyback on that, I think Charbonnet actually needs, he's gotten more snaps than Walker the last three, which is weird, but he doesn't get enough. He doesn't get as many carries. Right. But I think Charbonnet, to piggy, again, to piggyback on what you're saying, Charbonnet needs to run the ball more as yeah. well as Walker needs. They simply, yeah. Walker gets better the more he has the ball, which he showed against Washington. So giving him the ball seven times a game, eight times a game, then Charbonnet four times a game, it's like, why, what's even the point? Just go right. ahead and throw it all the time. Might as well. And I, and I just don't, you know, they, they constantly talk about how great their running backs are. And every time they lose a game because they didn't run the ball, what does Pete Carroll say? And I know this is like the, I don't know, how many podcasts have we done? Uh, this is 634. This is the 631st time I've said that. And Pete says we need to run the ball more, but they don't run the ball more. It's like, okay, Pete, I guess it's out of your hands. Not like you're the head coach. I I don't understand that. Yes, there's an offensive coordinator. Yes, he calls the plays, but someone is his boss. At, at yeah. what point do you say, dude, I want 30 runs a game. You need to make it happen, or I'm going to make Drew Locke the OC because I've got a gut feeling that he can do it. I'm going to give him the keys. That would make as much sense as anything else. But Seriously, how on earth do they continue to do this? It's it's mind boggling. It's like yeah, okay. It's like against against the Ravens. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they couldn't but, do anything. But I mean, it wouldn't games, matter who was. How many games have they had like that? They've had one game like that. Yeah, Every and they they time, seem to panic like, and start throwing more when they right? just like in week one against the Rams. 
Exactly. Exactly. Somebody somebody was pointing out the week one versus the Rams in the second half. I think it was actually on, again, Seattle Sports. And they were talking about, yeah, they got into the, the issue they had in the second half was they ended up going run, run, pass, run, run. It was like, no, they didn't. They went pass, 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 pass. There was no running in the second half. They just how, gave up on it. I don't remember offhand, but how many carries did Walker have in the second half of the game? Two, three? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, well, they didn't have very many plays, but yeah, it had to be two or three because they they would go three and out because they tried to pass. Right. On, and he's, especially in the third he's had halves like that. And and oh, again, yeah. it's not. And we saw this with Chris Carson. We'd hear the same thing. It's like, well, we needed to get him the ball more. It's like it's not his job to call his number. It's someone else's <laughs> right. job. Why don't you make that happen? I swear to God, it's I mean, that's the one thing that frustrates me about Pete Carroll. Well, see, I can't I, think of anything else. I think you're, I think you're blaming the wrong people. What, I don't think you know how NFL huddles work. They get into the huddle, and then they say three, two, one, and the first person to say me actually will get the ball. I, I didn't know if you know that. Uh, and it could be that Walker's just kind of slow to say me, or Charbonnet's slow to say me. Maybe I they got a little right. bit better. Maybe they practiced that in practice. And they were players. They probably wanted to. They probably wanted to defer to the. You know, the more experienced players like uh, Lockett and, and Metcalf, I get that. It's true. And, and, you know, and some people, seriously, though, some people say it's like, well, you can't have players like Lockett and Metcalf and not use them. It's like, true, but they're using them. And if you actually ran the ball more, you would create more opportunities because you might convert more than 30 percent of your freaking third downs if you actually yeah. ran on occasion. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm the someone's... biggest problem with this offense is they cannot convert on third down. They're right. they're. Their freaking third down conversion rate actually went down against the Commanders. Yeah. <laughs> it was a slight amount, but, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And, and when they went for it on fourth and five, which ended up working out, when they went for it on fourth and five, I was thinking they they never picked this up because they don't even pick up third downs. Yeah. And, and they got kind of lucky with the pass interference. I mean, he, it was right. interference, but the, the ball wasn't really catchable. And maybe it wasn't catchable because – the guy held held up Metcalf just enough to throw off the timing of the pass, but still. Yeah. Um, Payback for fact, the uh, for that intentional grounding. Yeah, which, oh my gosh, which, I forgot all what, about. What what game was it? Someone had another intention, same kind of thing. There was, was an intentional grounding. It was the same exact kind of thing. It was like, uh, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, when when the weird thing is, I'm losing my voice here. When the weird thing is, it's you see them literally intentionally ground when they're like okay i'm throwing it in the direction of a receiver but i'm throwing it 30 yards over his head that is intentional grounding but it's like oh well, there's a receiver there but it's like you know they're mm-hmm. not even under pressure yeah that's nfl yeah. sometimes are just so stupid <laughs> i mean they're yeah they're, they're yeah again as you pointed out before if they were only full-time employees things might be it's a little bit better literally in the rule book that they have to be pressured and there's no pressure, and they call it anyway. It's like, yeah, yeah, and it's just a mix-up of a receiver and a quarterback. It's not, it's not they're trying to get. Why would they try to get rid of a ball they don't need to? That doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, you know what? I kind of want to move on. I got to use the bathroom. Maybe if I just throw this away, it'll. <laughs> that must be it. That must be it. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it makes as much sense as anything else. Unbelievable. But yeah. yeah. The Hawks need to run the ball more, a lot more. 
because that's going to create more opportunities. And then you can mix in, you know, it's like some people complain, like, oh, we should use the tight ends more. And it's like, mm, you know, actually, yeah. because they're using three tight ends, it doesn't seem like they're using the tight ends that much as receivers. Right. And it's like. Wow. It does seem like they've used them less the last few weeks for whatever reason. Yeah, the last few weeks. But overall, I mean, they've got as many catches as anybody else. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like it's not like they have Travis Kelsey. And they're just well, focus on no, one it's... person. And and granted, if they wanted to use Noah Fant that way, they could. Yeah, that, that's and, true. And he would be successful, but they want. Well, Travis Kelsey's busy, too busy uh, recording songs with his brother, Jason. <laughs> You so you've heard that, right? The the fairy tale of Philadelphia. That's uh, Pogues for actually not bad. Thankfully, um, I have not heard it, and I am gonna try not. No, to. it's it's a good it's a good thing they they so the last year and this year Jason Kelsey and two other Eagles have put out a Christmas album, and it's it's not atrocious. They're not trying to do too much with it, but it doesn't sound bad. That's but kind the, actually kind of cool. Yeah, all the proceeds actually go to to help the less fortunate. So it's just something. Oh, the Browns. That's nice. Yeah, well, the Browns are fine now because they don't have Deshaun Watson anymore. But um, this year they did Travis Kelsey and and Jason Kelsey uh, did a song called Fairy Tale, which is a take on the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York. It's called Fairy Tale of Philadelphia, and it's actually like top ten on Apple. It's it's a fun song. It's a throwaway song. They made a little claymation Instagram post out of it. it looks like very Rankin and Bass. So, uh, and uh, it sounds like I made all that up, but I really didn't. That really does sound like you made it up. <laughs> it does. Oh it God. does sound like something we would make up, but it, it, we, it's true. People just have to go find it. There it is. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to research it. I don't blame you because people should research things. There's nothing wrong with little research. No, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with little Richard either. Um, it's a little you know, they, Richard, they do, isn't it? Is he they, from Montreal? Little, little Richard. The musical. That would be excellent. The Rocket. <laughs> the Little, little Rocket. Little Richard Third. It's a very uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, my God. Jared Kiso, isn't it? Uh, what the hell are we even talking about? I don't know. Seahawks something. Seahawks. Um, oh, so uh, let me, uh, because we just have a few more minutes left. Yeah, one of the questions you posed to me at a 3 a.m. text, drunken text this mm. this week, um, besides the Mickey Mouse thing, which I didn't understand. Mickey Stigmata, what does that mean? But the um, is the defense fixed? Yes. Was it fixed? That was my question, indeed. And that's where I was going. Do you think it's fixed? Really? Do you think that's it's fixed? really where you're going? I had no idea. Yeah, I was thinking, um, like, should talk about the defense. Well, defense is not needed in the NFL. True. All you need that's, is true. That's it. That's all I gotta say. No, it, it's not fixed. I mean, it, it, no. it's it's weird. They did the same thing, you know, last year. They had that four game stretch where they looked, oh yeah, they're much better, you know, and then suddenly they were much worse again. Especially running the ball in the Buccaneers game, that was horrible yeah. last year. And I feel like they have the same issue this year. I don't feel, but I don't know why. You know, it's I'm not, and and clearly the Seahawks defensive coaches don't know why either because it's right. You know, they would they, fix it if they knew why. <laughs> yeah, I mean they got they got against the Ravens. That was just you got to throw that one away. Yeah. But the exactly. second half against the Commanders, and they shut them down pretty well in the first half. But in the second yeah. half, they didn't. But it's like, I mean, I, I love Sam Howell as much as the next Tar Heel fan, and he's not a bad quarterback. But right. that's not a good team, um, especially when they can't run the ball. So yeah. it, it does give you 
worry, you know, especially even coming up this week against uh, Stafford and Cooper Cup and that rookie who's got 130,000 yards already and, <laughs> and showed out against the uh, Seahawks in week one. Um, I mean, I, I, I think they have to win um, this week, but moving yeah. on past that, when you face the 49ers with all their weapons, the Eagles and the Cowboys, we're really going to find out just some about the offense, obviously, but the defense right. is going to be hugely tested. Yeah. So um, they won't have to face uh, Ryan Tannehill later in the season, though, against the Titans. He has been he has asked to be released, to be hmm. released. Good um, for him. Yeah. We, could, we should pick him up and he can start. Of course, uh, you know what? He's better than Gino. OK, that's true. There you he's go. he's yeah, the sure second he best. He's he's like the next Hasselback with an arm of Warren Moon. <laughs> yeah, that was another poster. Yeah, that was, that was one of the comments. But yeah, I, um, I don't I don't think the defense is fixed. I mean, the, I think no. the cornerbacks are cornerback group is fine. Quandre Diggs has fallen off a cliff this year for whatever reason. He's not good. Yeah. Um, Boye Mafe is good. Daryl Taylor still stinks. Uh, Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks are fine. But then Sharon Reed hasn't been the same the last few weeks. Dr- Draymond Jones is a disappointment. Yeah. Um, Leonard Williams looks like a good pickup. And Frank Clark is a waste. Yep. Agreed, 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 agreed. Uh, Draymond Jones has looked a little better since they're moving him more to the edge. True. That's a good point. So, so hopefully that continues. That'd be great. And maybe. I, maybe I don't think they should play with interior linemen. They should just have everybody sit on the edge. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be interesting. Wonder how that would. Wonder how. <laughs> wonder how Bobby Wagner would feel about that when they're running up. The just Adams is just <laughs> constantly blitzing every play along every the interior. Play. Every damn play. Well, you know, between between him and Spoon, they could probably handle it. That's um, right. Jesus. Man, Spoon is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, and mentioning Adams, it's like he took the blame for the the touchdown that went to the the running back, which you know because he said I he, I should have gotten the quarterback on the blitz. It was like okay, but the quarterback you came from the other side of the field, and the quarterback was going the other way. It was like that made it a little difficult for you to to hit him. Yeah. Uh, and so, that, I mean, that was that play is really that. the linebackers play anyway. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Exactly. The linebackers. And I'm not sure if Mafe should have. I mean, to me, Mafe should have stayed with him. And it's like yeah. one of the few bad plays he's made the all year. But, you know, maybe the call was someone else is supposed to pick up this guy. Maybe that's what he was. Or maybe he just assumed that regardless. I mean, he was the guy who was closest to being there to make the play. I think you're wrong about Mafe, by the way. Anybody can get a sack of game. If that's all you're doing, he's not doing anything else. Just getting sacked a game. I will blow my own horn once again because they wrote like June 15th or something that Mafe would bust out this year. And that's exactly what he's done. Not that. And I also, to blow my own horn, said Eddie Lacey was a great pickup. So there you go. But <laughs> I, uh, I, I posted on Facebook on 12th Man Rising. About, about Eddie Lacey again? You about Eddie Lacey this week. How great is he? No, about uh, Boye Mafe. I said, how how much longer... Do you think Boye Mafia's yeah. sack streak will continue? And one of the responses was, no, no, you've jinxed it. And I, I had to respond to that one. I was like, the answer could be zero games, dude. There's no jinx. The jinx would be he's going to continue it for four more games. <laughs> Golly, people. People are crazy. People are crazy. People be crazy. I, I did like the one answer to that. The one response to that was like, until he until he doesn't. It was like, you're right. <laughs> that's, I said, hey. And I mean, that's a smart ass response. But, it's but I'm good with it. Yeah, it's funny. Exactly. It's like, that's a good answer. 
You know, it's like, yes, you are right. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's like, because it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. And, and none of us know. And, you know, and then, and obviously you're not asking for, oh, well, you're wrong. You're a yeah, fool no right to say wrong. two names. Yeah. I mean, it's just a question, right? To generate conversation yeah. conversation and there's some good conversation but i mean <laughs> see we don't knock everybody who responds just the dumbasses who can't yeah think. like the one who responded to your uh, drew lock uh, geno smith post that just said stfu and it was like <laughs> to what <laughs> yeah. there's not even a statement clarify clarify you don't need to do that entirely because if you do then why are you in the group Reading something that I wrote. I don't understand that either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that makes no true. sense whatsoever. Like, really? Yeah. It's like, well, you came here for it. So yeah. it's like when you see the stand-up comics, you know, and hecklers keep interrupting. They said, excuse me. It's like, did I pay to see you or did you pay to see me? I'm, I don't get the dynamic here. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's like, think about it. Just shut up. Yeah. So, yes, I will STFU. Thank you very much for that uh valuable information it's i like, can't remember which comedian it was somebody shouted out later and, and somebody said uh i think it was, was it seinfeld or berbiglia i can't remember anyway but somebody just shouted out you know it was, it was a nice heckle but it's still heckling they just shouted out i love you and yeah. they were and and they were just like yeah i i also love you but i think we should see other people as well and I thought, <laughs> oh, great response that is great. Yeah, I don't think the defense is fixed either. Uh, I know the, the coaches don't know what to do about it yet because they haven't. Because if they would, they would. Uh, you know what? Those last two plays before the commanders, they had like, what, 40% of their offense in those two plays? Yeah, it was like 40 or 40 over 40% of their yards on two drives. Up until yeah. then, looked really solid. Punt, 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 fumble. Yeah. You know? And then, oh, no, let's just let them go through us like, a hot knife through beeswax because butter's overplayed. Yeah, which so happen happens yeah. seems to happen to the Seahawks fairly often over the years. You know, it's just like oh, yeah. can't seem to. It, it's weird. It either goes either or with the Seahawks. There's no like oh, okay, they'll pick up 20 yards. It's, they either get the ball against the Seahawks defense and they're down late in the game, and the Seahawks suddenly come up with this pass rush of yeah. like the. 2013 Seahawks and, and they get three straight sacks or the other team scores with ease. And it's just like, yeah. why can't there be no middle ground here? Yeah. It's just, they love that roller coaster. They yes. love to put us on that roller coaster, man. It's crazy. It's all fixed. It is. Got those NBA referees out there. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's worse than the NBA. <laughs> it's more, it's more cleverly fixed than the NBA. Um, or, or tennis, which occasionally on some smaller tours is fixed, which is sad. Um, yeah. Certain, certain umpires, certain referees, certain officials do that. I do always like it when people say, "Oh, they're fi- fixing the or they're tanking," and it's like you're you're yeah. saying that all 53 people on this football team all collectively think the same thing about <laughs> tanking. Yeah. It's like no, they can't. Those people tank. out there making a living, you think they're gonna tank? They're not yeah. tanking. They can't trying agree to earn their paycheck. They can't agree on a meal, dude. They're not gonna agree to that. Exactly. Crazy, absolutely. Dolly crazy. Parton's new rock album. Did, did, did you did you get the UT edition? That looks pretty sweet. Checkerboard cover, nice. Is that a, that's, that's probably a, that's probably a thing. Um, you oh, you haven't seen that? Yeah, yeah. She no. has a she has a she has a checkerboard edition. By the way, speaking of music, you did get my link to the special concert that's 
I, I sent you an invitation. There's a concert up here. Um, I up, think it. You mean in Kentucky? Yes, in Kentucky. It is. Uh, it's not a cover band. It's more. I think it's like an orchestral approach with uh, a lovely singer covering the songs of your two favorite bands, the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac. So, oh gosh, seriously, no, I didn't. Uh, maybe you I didn't got see it, that? I blacked it out. Oh, probably. Uh, it, was, it was probably the COVID <laughs> haze, and I was like, this. It was, you know, it probably was kind of like. Gave- Probably what gave you COVID. <laughs> Probably. Um, for people, we're, we're not joking about COVID. Like, I literally had COVID this yeah. the last week. Um, we're but, COVID. Yeah, so we're not, not joking about COVID at all. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's probably, it, it feels like the end of, like, Apocalypse Now, where, you know, you're in that, like, kind of haze of as far as, a, <laughs> there's, like, a Kurtz and Fleetwood Mac, and same thing to me. But. <laughs> yes, indeed. I saw that and was like, this is perfect. <laughs> now, did you Facebook message me on it? I believe I did, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you something again because I know how badly you want that. So, expedite your uh, Sounds horrible. Yeah. Is, you said a lovely singer, though. Is it somebody we know? I have no idea who, who this person oh. is. Oh, gotcha. It, 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 it is not Maurice the Rocket Machard. I know that. Um, <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Back in the day, that would be. Why are you the worst?